0: This is The Dotted Line, 97.1 FM 3MDR. Ethan Farmer from the Ethan Farmer Band joins me on the phone. Hi, Ethan. Hello. Good to have you on The on the Dotted Line.
1: Uh, thank you. Good to be back on again.
0: i got to say, I was a little bit disappointed when I heard that you and I would be chatting on the phone, not that um, I was disappointed about that, but disappointed that you're not coming back into the studio. You were in earlier yeah. this year, and it was a fantastic set.
1: Yeah, we had a great time coming up, um, but, you know, it's the way things are, got to be on the phone, unfortunately, but no, it was great when we came up earlier, and um, I'm a little bummed out as well that I can't be there in person.
0: Yeah, no, it was a good set, got to say. Uh, congratulations on the EP. Thank you. Uh, Excuse Me, I think, would be the name of the EP. Correct. Uh, tell me about it. Where did you record it? And more to the point, I'm interested in who did the production on the album.
1: That was recorded just before this whole situation uh, kind of came up. And we did it in a small kind of almost home studio in uh, Melbourne, kind of in the mountains, I guess. Um, It's the studio of Brian Baker.
0: That would be the bakery in Tacoma.
1: Absolutely, and I was introduced to Brian um, by a friend, a good friend of mine, Darren Trot, um, who's kind of, um, you know, kind of partially responsible for this all happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went and met with Brian, and I just kind of said, "Look, um, I've been writing songs for a while, and uh, you know, we've been performing for a couple of years, me and my band, and we just had never had anything other than one single. We never had anything really that we could show." You know what I mean? Like for what uh, we've done, on, especially live, I wanted to have a CD that people could actually take away with them after seeing us. So I said to Brian, like, I'd love to make a uh, kind of EP, five or six songs, nothing insanely you know, complicated or whatever, just let's get these songs down and give the people something to listen to. So I, the process was I just went up, um, I think we did it in about three or four separate sessions. And we recorded, you know, all the guitars and vocals and things. And then um, my fantastic band, Sam and Kane Watts, came in for a day and did all their parts, um, you know, on top of what we'd already recorded. And so it was just that. It was me and my two bandmates and Brian. It was the four of us did the whole thing over a period of maybe five or six days spread out over about a a month. And uh, we mixed it mostly in person but just before we finished mixing this whole you know lockdown uh, and isolation came in uh yep so we had to long distance mix the last couple of bits but you know it worked and uh yeah so it's kind of it was produced by Brian and he was very helpful with things like you know arrangements and little tips of lyric I you know like what could improve the lyrics and that kind of thing it was just on the whole a very cathartic, enjoyable experience, I'd say. there's very little stress.
0: Which is just the way you want it to be. You can tell that when you listen to it. it everyone's having fun. That's the impression you get when you hear the, the songs.
1: Yeah, um, and that was the idea. It was just like capture, you know, capture mm. what it would be like playing live or just that energy and keep it kind of happy and not overproduced. Just go for it and have fun.
0: I I love the way too that it has been produced and arranged. Um, For example, excuse me, the title track. You guys start really gently. I think it's just your your vocals and guitar, and it it builds. And then you bring in the drums. You bring in everything else. It's like beautifully arranged. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, that was very intentional. Was to get that vibe of it building up throughout a song. It's like you know, it builds up on you, because I thought the lyrics were quite important to be heard, especially at the beginning. Um, So it kind of, as the lyrics develop, the music develops along with it. And uh, I am really happy with how that one came out.
2: Excuse me, excuse me. Can I say something? You're really lovely. Excuse me, excuse me I've been over there smiling Ever since you walked in Excuse me, excuse me Do you want to take five And grab a drink with me? hurts you, well I'll be here. If ever he leaves you, well I'll keep your seat clean. If ever you walk away, you know that I'll bend my ear and listen to what's gotten you down. wondering, did you just wander in? Are you alone? Have you been waiting for a lover? And I've had it wrong all along. A case of aggravated imagination Where my heart works quicker than my head does Can't make a connection If forever he hurts you, well I'll be here If forever he leaves you, well I'll keep your seat clean
0: Ethan Farmer from the Ethan Farmer Band is on the phone talking to me. We're talking about the brand-new EP. Excuse Me is the name of the EP. i got to say, um, the bass player, is that
1: Sam? That is, that's Sam Watts.
0: Yes, I remember like being impressed when, when you guys came up and played in the studio. But yep. the album is really quite bass-driven.
1: Yeah, I would say that's fair because, um, you know, I'm a guitar player, obviously. But I just love bands, especially trios, which is what my band is, yep. that just have that kind of bass, you know, really present and, and uh, like you say, kind of driving the songs. And we worked hard on, even before we started doing the EP, these songs, I would send Sam kind of baseline ideas, and the baselines were always really important to me. It, was, it wasn't like... Um, just just follow the guitar. It was like, let's create something interesting here because we've only got the three of us. So it's got to be, you know, this kind of rich, nice blend of guitar and bass. And Sam is such an extraordinarily good player that he adds his own kind of just tasty, you know, I just think it gels really nicely.
0: Yeah, got to got to agree. It sounds fantastic. Uh, example of that is Firefly, the opening track on the album. Like he plays the bass as if it's a lead. It's it's got yep. this like real driving sort of uh, feel to it as he goes through the song.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And his his bass line is kind of doubling that first guitar riff, and I think that just makes it super thick and heavy. And I love that.
0: Your guitar sounds, I've got to say, on that first track too. Uh, you play, from memory when you came up to the studio, you uh, you were playing a Strat, he yes. says. Yeah, you got a, quite a sort of Les Paul sound to it, though, in that, in that Firefly track.
1: Yeah, we experimented with um, all different sounds and different amps and different setups and things, but pretty much every guitar part on the whole EP is just played on one guitar, which is a Strat. But, you know, with all the uh technology and things we have we're able to play around with that sound because um, i'm just most comfortable playing a strat so that's what i recorded on but some songs it just felt like well we could you know a different tone would suit this and we we tweaked things <laughs>
2: Just the same. For you know, you keep me going. is frightened of the world you, not a cynical one. Everybody talks about you to everybody else, but nobody wants to share you, just keep you for themselves. Fly.
0: If I want to get hold of a copy of the EP, what do I do? Where do I go? Have you got physical copies? Is it online? What's the setup?
1: The answer to the physical copies, no, not yet, but they're definitely in the pipeline. People tend to want them and ask for them and buy them at gigs, and obviously there's no gigs happening yeah, at the moment. So. Not, <laughs> too,
0: not too many gigs happening at the moment. Yeah,
1: and especially with shipping being so slow and things, it was like, well, that will definitely happen. There's no doubt about that. CDs will be available, um, but in the meantime it's kind of available everywhere online so uh iTunes uh Spotify you know Bandcamp and it all you have to do is search for Ethan Farmer excuse me and it'll come up you'll find it if you want to download like high quality audio files to chuck on your phone or iPod or whatever um iTunes again or Bandcamp is the way to go uh, and it's on a lot of streaming services mm. you can get to it all from my Facebook page ethan farmer band or Instagram so it's all. It's there.
0: It's everywhere. It's like a rash. It's everywhere.
1: Exactly, but but a good rash.
0: But a good rash. <laughs> if
1: that's possible. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if that is, but yeah. Uh, and we <laughs> always we always point people in the direction of Bandcamp because Bandcamp, uh, the artists get the money.
1: Yeah, they take a very small percentage Bandcamp, which is nice.
0: Indeed. Yeah, I noticed too the other week they had a. a the super friday or something they were calling it so yep. that you everyone, you all of the money went to all of the artists yeah. on that friday the,
1: they're really good at that kind of thing they i think they've done that twice now since this all happened they they've waived their percentage fee and so it just helps us out you know because it's like we get on those days whatever you buy all of the profit goes to the musicians so it's super useful and helpful thoughtful tell
0: me about before You Go.
1: None of the songs were written for this EP. They, they all existed before the EP. And so, like I said earlier, the EP is kind of just a, almost a mixtape of my songs. So Before You Go is one of the earlier songs that was written in this collection. And I kind of, I don't know if it really comes across in the final song, but it's inspired by, I was listening to a lot of uh, Super Tramp. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Uh, Supertramp.
0: Crime of the Century.
1: And that album, Just in America, was the one I was listening to a lot of. Yep. And that has a really cool way of how they uh, use chords and that kind of thing. And I was just really fascinated with what they were doing. And so I was playing around. Most of my songs come from playing around on the guitar first. And I got this nice kind of descending chord thing going. Um in D minor, not to get too far into it, but I've just got this really nice kind of vibe on the guitar. And uh, I was really enjoying playing around with that. And so that's where the kind of musical side came from. Lyrically, I, I kind of thought of it as it could pertain to a wide variety of, of people, not necessarily if you're in a relationship or something, but a friend or a family member or whatever. And it was just kind of about when you have just those really cool, Times if it's a party or a get together at your house when you're having fun and laughing and eating or whatever, and eventually they've got to go, and it's kind of like just wanting someone to keep just keep going, you know, keep talking, keep whatever you're doing, keep the game going, keep telling jokes, keep watching the movie with you, because I just think that you know being with other people and um, spending time with people and that kind of thing is just something that I very much enjoy doing and especially now that we're in this isolation, I think it's become more apparent than ever how much we actually need other people and how much we miss being with other people um, when they're not around, especially our friends and relatives who can't be with us at the moment. So uh, yeah, I think it, it had meaning to me before this all happened, but now that this has happened and We're really quite isolated. um, It's taken on a different level of meaning for me. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope people enjoy listening to it. And then, of course, there was the um, I want to do a big guitar solo moment. So that happens.
2: Desperately trying to revive that joke please keep talking before you go your beautiful life is what i miss when i'm alone just another question with an answer we both know As I dare To open up my front door And pretend to feel the air Whereabouts Does my humor go When an awkward silence deafens us While you shrug on your coat At last you said goodbye Then backed up down the drive Cause I can't see you Please keep talking before you go Your beautiful life is what I miss when I'm alone Just another question with an answer we both know Here is the place I should just tell you how I feel And I feel like please keep talking before you go Your beautiful life is what I miss when I'm alone Just another question with an answer we won't know Won't hold you
0: about the berkeley college in boston
1: yeah okay so that came about uh quite a long time ago i I took lessons from a guitar player in melbourne uh, called thomas lorenzo for about five or six months i think it was and he was a uh alumnus of berkeley so you know a, a few quite a few years ago he'd been there and a student and that was when i first uh kind of became aware of berkeley as a thing the other way I came, became aware of it was I'm a huge fan of John Mayer and he, uh, of course, is a Berkeley alumnus. But anyway, so uh, it was like, it was last year, I, I was having a great time playing music in Australia and doing festivals and all that kind of stuff. But I was thinking it would just be so good to see what it's like um, in the US. People keep telling me, you know, people who've travelled, that the music scene is great there. And I just was kind of, there wasn't that much of an easy way to get over there and get playing as a tourist and so I was looking into options and speaking to people and we found that Berkeley actually offers uh, a summer school in their summer, so July, August, for people who are my age who are interested in checking out and meeting other people, you know, their age and seeing what Berkeley's like and seeing Boston and just getting a taste of a different scene and so, um, you know, I had to make a visit to the consulate and all that, get passport and everything sorted but eventually last July I ended up in uh, Berkeley for their summer school which was five weeks and it was just such a good time I had an absolute ball there Um, met some amazing musicians and just had a really really kind of great experience of loosening up and letting go and just jamming with people and seeing other people's point of view I think that's what's so good about Berkeley is it doesn't just have American people there it has you know British people and Russian people, people from all parts of Asia. It, it just has such a mix that you get a really good kind of sliver of someone else's view of the world. Um, and so at the end of that school, they allowed me to finish full-time um, undergraduate degree at Berkeley. So I did that, came back here, and after a fair few months, they decided to uh, accept me into the ad- undergraduate kind of program which i was super pleased about and my uh, joy lasted for all of about a week until it became apparent that america was closed all the flights from australia were closed everything was closed and there's no way to get there and unfortunately you know i was supposed to start in september it doesn't look like that's going to happen but eventually at some point when this is um if this sort of dies down I will be going back over to Berkeley to do some undergraduate study there, which I'm super excited for. The
0: the whole Berkeley experience uh, had an effect on your songwriting.
1: Look, I think it probably did. Um, most of the songs on the EP were written before I went to Berkeley, but the reason the EP is called "Excuse Me" is because I kind of got, uh, I guess, what Berkeley gave me was confidence that my songwriting was okay you know what I mean like uh, until Mm. that point I didn't really have much of a gauge of is am I a good songwriter or am I not and I went there and part of the summer school was a uh, performing songwriter showcase so people who write songs at the end of the summer school get to perform them and of all the kids there or all the participants there they um, chose 10 and I was lucky enough to be chosen and the song that I was chosen to perform at that showcase was excuse me, and it was kind of it just became the song that meant a lot to me because in that sense it was the song that you know was able to help me prove to myself that I actually can write and people like what I write and um, gave me a lot of confidence. So I think yes, I improved as a songwriter at Berkeley, but I improved more just it sounds Corny, but just as like a person who had confidence in their, um, you know convictions to actually just pursue this and i think that was one of the most valuable things i got out of berkeley was just this kind of crystallization of going actually yes this is definitely something i want to pursue and this is what i'm going to do um virus or not i'm going to do it
0: (laughs) virus or not that sounds like the title of your next ep
1: yeah or my next tour or something yes (laughs) we're coming for you virus or not
0: Exactly. Tell me a little bit about Far Cry the song.
1: But that song is probably took the longest to write of any of the songs on the EP. And it's also the longest song on there by quite a way. It's I think a total slow burner. It builds up and builds up and it has two completely different sections. But it kind of came out of again, like I said earlier, playing around on the guitar. I have this chorus pedal um and for people who don't know, chorus is that sound that far cry the, the guitar all the way through has this kind of bubbly reverb sound and that is the chorus. And yeah. so yeah, I was playing some chords on that and just experimenting with, you know, singing different melodies. And it just had this really interesting feeling of of um kind of nostalgia and this bittersweet kind of feel to it, and then I just started thinking about what it is like when you're, you know, kind of, as you grow up during school, before school, and then once you leave school, what happens to your life and the people in it? And, you know, and a lot of people, when they leave school, their kind of friend groups can collapse and they can split up and go different ways. And it was just that kind of vibe of what it's like to find your way. And that usually, as it's been, it's quite a far cry from your expectations, I guess. And what you tell yourself is going to happen, where you end up, um, you know, and what you find yourself doing is can often be quite different to what you expected. And then at the end, it was kind of, well, the song itself has been quite, I don't say negative, but it's kind of, you know, up and down in terms of positivity, I guess. But at the end, it was about saying, well, actually as long as you can find people around you and find a way to make it through whatever you're doing whatever troubles you're experiencing um you're probably going to be you know okay as long as everyone else is looking out for each other and all that kind of thing and i just wanted this sort of uplifting end section so the feel changes the key changes and this guitar solo just goes on and on and there's like Three or four more minutes if we were to give you the full version that doesn't fade out of guitar solo and drum fills and stuff. Um, so maybe we'll release an extended version one day. But I love that song and I hope people enjoy listening to it and kind of listen to the lyrics a lot. It's, I mean, all of them I put, I uh, try and have something meaningful in the lyrics, but that song in particular really kind of represents, I think something that a lot of people feel and a lot of people think when they're you know kind of my age 19 20 and they're um, deciding where to go and what to do and how their current situation matches up with what they expected it would be and that kind of thing so it's quite you know it's quite expansive i guess
2: your photograph your school bag It's all on you. Talk. When you realize how much was in your mind, it's a far cry from your. Love. done your friends moved on you better find a job you can't just sit around all your dreams they're taking a backseat you're making all your money working at the checkout when you how much was in your mind it's a far cry from your lovely life It's time, you recognize, something's gonna have to change. Take small steps, or better yet, take a running jump and get right in. Just keep both feet on the ground